0: This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. So yeah, thanks Carl so much for coming on the Job Stories Podcast. So what I do to get every guest kind of going is, do you mind to just quickly introduce yourself and what is your job now? What do you do do currently for work?
1: Yes, absolutely. And thanks very much for having me. Um, So, I'm Carl. I run a tech startup called Revolancer that I founded about two years ago, and I've been running it um, full-time ever since. We connect uh, small businesses with freelancers and basically try to improve the freelancing industry. And my job title right now is is basically CEO, um, but it's it requires doing a, a little bit of everything, so it's very hard to actually define. Um, but yeah.
0: Totally, it's so funny you're saying that because I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. I mean, I'm a I'm a co-founder as well, and I was working through our QuickBooks just to kind of clean up some stuff like from last month, um, just get ready for our taxes and all that. And if you know me and my background in math, that is a huge problem, right? Like it's kind of funny that I was in charge of that. But yes, as an entrepreneur and a founder, you got to wear a lot of hats. Is that kind of your day to day? Every day is probably different, right? Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yes, absolutely. But um, I wouldn't want it in any other way. So no two days are, are the same at all. You know, I can do anything from, um, you know, talking to customers, solving problems there to legals, fundraising, um, interviewing people for for other positions, you know, going on podcasts, just a, a bit of everything. Um, so no no two days are ever the same. and And that's very important to me because otherwise I would get very bored. Totally. I'm the same way.
0: I'm the same way. I actually have a background in, in music. So I was just kind of, I played drums and, but, um, was, I don't know if I was just kind of wired that way to like, I just, I, if, if like doing the same thing every day is for some people, but for me, it was never going to work. It was never going to work. Yeah, (laughs)
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. So tell me a little bit more about your company kind of, so y'all, um, help contract out freelancers. Now, what does that look like? Is it creatives? Is it engineers? Like, what does that kind of look like? Talk a little bit more about your business.
1: Sure. So it's anything that can be done remotely and will help a small business. So the main four categories are graphic design, web development, media and marketing. Um, and yeah, and, and essentially we provide a platform to freelancers to promote their work to to small businesses without paying any commission fees, which makes us quite different from most other platforms.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. How did you get involved in running a company that supports that, like supports freelancers, getting connected to businesses? Are you Were you kind of in that world yourself and found a solution? How, how did you get to now? What, what's your path to now?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I, I very much was. I started freelancing at the age of 14. I thought back then that the existing platforms were outdated and not fit for the modern world. This was back in 2015, 2014, that kind of time. So at the time I actually built my own freelancing platform that I eventually had to sell because I was too young to have a PayPal account. Um, you have to be 18 or older, unfortunately. Mm. But so I, I was very familiar with the space. And then um, when, when COVID happened and that obviously changed a lot about working remotely with video calling and, and so on, I looked back at freelancing platforms in 2021 and they were still doing exactly the same things they were doing back in 2014 that I thought was massively outdated then. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, now is the time to really do something about this. And that's when I decided to start Rival So
0: That's cool. So yeah, you've kind of been entrepreneurial, that's a hard word to say, but this whole time, right? Like it sounds like you've kind of had that hustle this whole time. Is that is that sound
1: about right? Yes, absolutely. I, I decided at a young age that I, I wouldn't be able to work for anyone else. <laughs>
0: I was telling somebody that the other day. They're actually from my hometown. I'm from a really small town in Arkansas. Um, is, it's a small state in general, but a small town in a small mm-hmm. state. And um, he's in education. He was like, hey, he's like a principal now. And he's like, hey, when are you going to come back and work for me? I said, that's a bad idea. I'd be a terrible employee. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't do well with that. So it's funny. It's We can relate on that for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so... I mean, obviously, it sounds like you don't have a hard time managing risk, as you've been out on your own basically this whole time. I talk about that a lot, like just how um, scary it is sometimes starting your own business. Like, have you felt kind of those emotions too, like between really high highs and kind of things that are really kind of scary right now? Is that something you've experienced on your path as well?
1: Oh, absolutely, very much so. I mean, an example of this is. Um, there we, we had a legal challenge on our trademark at, at one point, um, you know, before we had secured funding. And I thought that this was the end of the business also, you know, shortly after that, I got completely burnt out, you know, which was a real low, low. So I thought the business wasn't going to survive this, um, but then uh, when I started fundraising, within two days, we had raised our whole pre-seed round. So that was a really high, high. <laughs> so I think that's probably an extreme example. But there have been many, many times like that. Um, it's a real roller coaster of emotions. And it is very scary sometimes. But ultimately, I think that when it comes to risk, that choosing not to do something is a choice as well. So you know, if you choose not to try something, you are choosing to you know, go down that path and ultimately have a lower chance of achieving what you want to. So I think that everything in life is a risk and fortune favors the bold, or at least that's what I've experienced so far.
0: That's really good. Yeah. The choice is there one way or another, right? That's really good. Um, Can I go back to the burnout season? So what have you learned from that to protect yourself from it happening again? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. um, Well, it's very much you know, stopping when you don't feel you need to stop. So, you know, like, if you've sort of worked eight, nine, 10, I mean, the number doesn't really matter. But you know, when you've sort of at the end of a, of a nine hour workday, let's say you have lots of productive stuff done. And you think, Oh, I could do a few more hours, just stop, you know, because at some point, you're going to get to the point where you really can't even do one hour in a day anymore, maybe struggle to, to do a few. So mm. Um, yeah, it's all about quitting while you're ahead and having a, a good balance with other things in your life too.
0: Yeah, that's really good. This idea of kind of like knowing that too, like knowing yourself to, enough to know, like knowing yourself well enough to know like, hey, I'm probably better. Because when it's your thing, like it's like, it's, it's hard to stop, you know? There's just such a, per obviously there's such a personal attachment to your business that you're like, no, I need to keep going. So that's really good advice in terms of just like, you need to know yourself well enough. Like, hey, put on the brakes when it's time, even if you don't necessarily feel it. Like, yeah, that's good advice. I like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Have you, Um, so we have two different folks for us that are have kind of already done the, the, the whole founding route and had companies and stuff like that that we tend to like lean on from a mentorship standpoint. Do you have anybody like that? Or have have you had any mentors throughout your process? Or you kind of just kind of, Learning as you go, kind of deal?
1: Well, I mean, very much lear- learning as I go, but I, I have many mentors. I have many people I, I look up to who I speak to, you know, a, a few of them on a weekly basis to get input on, on what we're doing. Um, and I'm also fortunate enough to here and there, you know, help out a couple of other people who are starting their, their businesses, um, which I, I really enjoy. But, you know, I'm, I'm still quite young. I started my business in my final year of university. So I don't have 10, 20, 30 years of industry experience. So it's very important, especially for for somebody like me to um, speak to other people who have much more experience and really listen to what they have to say. Yeah, that's
0: beautiful. Yeah, we've kind of my brother and I founded our company a couple of years ago. And that's like that's been something that's been huge because we have, like I said, that two uh, more than two, but definitely two for sure that have have. Had some conversations with us that, I mean, it's things we would have never thought of, you know, I mean, there's just I I think the point is like that I've found is like we just need each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we just do. Um, so that's really cool to hear. And did you mention that you're starting to maybe kind of mentor some other young founders as well that I hear you say that helping with their businesses as well?
1: yes absolutely um so i i a couple of people you know some i i speak to more frequently some maybe only every every half a year or so at this point um but it's a lot of fun you know and, and i really enjoy uh being helpful where i can um and you know and, and also kind of paying it forward because so many other people have been incredibly um, generous in helping me out along my journey so yeah, I want to pay that forward. Yeah,
0: totally. Same with us. I mean, I can think of all the folks along the way that have been like such an integral part in my life personally and professionally. It's like paying it back is is such a huge mission for us, I know, too. So it's cool to hear you say that. Have you found a couple of these folks that you're starting to mentor? Have they been like maybe past employees or just folks you just know through life or maybe family friends? Like how do these people seek you out?
1: Um, in fact, I don't think any of them I... I knew outside of this. So one came from a startup competition that I was judging. Um, and another one, I think, was an, an introduction from another founder that, that I knew. Um, so, you know, kind of, kind of more um, people either reaching out to me, or, or I sort of get connected with them professionally in some way. Um, but, you know, it's it was in in, in, uh, in the cases, in both of these cases, they are people who are in completely different industries, you know, live in, in different places. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's very good to be able to give feedback and talk to people, you know, about things that I don't talk about on a, on a day-to-day basis and then see how my experience can, you know, be useful to them regardless of that.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I, uh, you said something too. I, 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 um, I'm always talking about, I mean, I live in Nashville, so I'm always talking about Nashville. So we, the, the startup community in Nashville has grown a lot. I mean, I've been here five years, and it's grown a lot in the last five years. But um, yeah, there's quite a bit of startup contests around town. So has that been the same where you live as well? I don't think you mentioned, you mentioned to me offline, but like, where do you live and like, what's the startup community like there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I live in South Wales, and actually, it's very strong. Um, so the you know much stronger than than it is in England, um, which is is quite fantastic. So there are lots of startup hubs here, lots of startup competitions, a lot of government support as well for for startups, different schemes. Um, so yeah, very a very strong entrepreneurial culture here.
0: That's really cool. So government support in terms of like grants you can apply for and things like that,
1: like funding. Yes, but 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 also um, sort of sort of business coaching, advice, uh, workshops sort of um, panel speeches that, those kind of things so not not just money but also you know useful connections and, and so on
0: Wow that's really great like this, the governmental support in that way is really really cool yeah, yeah I, I agree yeah I think it exists here too um, I'm just more familiar with like grants and funding and stuff like that but that's that's awesome yeah we've we've really found a lot of value in um, and it sounds like you did too because you met met a mentee at a startup pitch competition. But we really found some value in just being a part of a larger community in general. Because Nashville kind of a small town compared to other cities in the states. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been really neat to, like, see a lot of folks come together for ultimately this mission of just, like, hey, let's put Nashville on the map in terms of, like, um, VC folks that are, that are willing to commit to some money into our city and, you know, start there to – just really cool companies that are doing really cool things, solving cool problems here. Um, I guess that's probably been the case for you too in Wales, yeah?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's been, I, I mean, I, I'm not originally from here. Um, I've, I've lived here for, you know, on, on, on and off for a bit longer, but full time for about six months or so at this point. And yeah, it's, it's an incredible place to live. It's a really good place also to um, start a business and to run a business from. Right,
0: That's awesome. Well, um, so real quickly, I always like to ask our guests as as we're coming towards the end of this, but let us know, like, what are you excited about coming up? It's kind of a loaded question. It can be for Revelancer. It could be for you personally. um, It could be a combination of both, but is there anything coming up for 2023? We're just starting this year that um, has you excited?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're going from, you know, where we have somewhat proved the concept now with Revelancer to really starting to scale up. So a year ago, we had 600 users. Today, we have 15,000. And we want to get to more than 100,000 by the end of this year. Um, so that's that's going to be a lot of hard work, but it's very exciting. And I think that'll be you know, at 100,000 users in this industry, at least is when we'll really start being on, on the map and sort of on the radar of the bigger players as well, which is Heck very yeah. exciting.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're rooting you on. And uh, maybe this small little podcast will be a step in that direction. So if folks want to find out more about... Revolancer and you and or you, like how can they get a hold of you? And we'll make sure and do a link in the description and all that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you can just Google Revolancer and you'll find the website um, and you can add me on LinkedIn if you want to uh, reach out to me directly.
0: Perfect. We'll link both of those. We'll do your website and your
1: LinkedIn on the description. So,
0: well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. It's so great to meet you, Carl. We'll be rooting you on this year. Um, Thanks for coming on the Job Stories podcast. We appreciate hearing your story.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you. We'll talk soon. See you, Carl. See you soon.